friends, I'm Quinn. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Happy Monday and welcome back to Talk Bookish to Me. Today we're sharing some winter reading recommendations. We have some books that are cozy and some that are thrilling, but all of these are perfect to pick up and read this winter. So get ready to take notes. A book, a blanket, and a warm beverage on these chilly days ahead sounds ideal. Now that the holidays are over, I feel like I'm biding my time until spring because I love the sun. But as always, I'd like to share what we're currently reading. Jacqueline, what do you got going on? Absolutely nothing, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like I feel like there's been times where I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm getting ready to pick up this book, but I legit am not currently reading anything and I do not have anything that I'm about to pick up either. I just kind of like took some days off, like especially with like December being really busy, and I was just like, okay, if I get to it, I'll get to it, but if not, like I I just kind of want to like have free range of something I'm going to pick up since I kind of was reading so much for like challenges in December and I just don't feel like picking up anything yet. I have been playing Animal Crossing though. Nice. (laughs) Um, So what about do you have your first read of 2021 picked out? Because guys, we're filming this a little bit early. It's not quite 2021 yet in our world in real time. So um, yeah, that's a a good question. It's not January yet for us. And I'm going to be driving a lot starting tomorrow. And I was like, okay, do I bring a book along? What book do I bring along? Um, But then also when I come back, because I won't be able to read anything like the first couple days because it's my sister's baby shower, which we talked about in the last episode. And so when I'm coming back, it's like January 3rd, I think. So technically, if I bring a book, I have to bring the one that I'm going to be starting as like my first book of 2020. That's a lot of pressure. Okay, guys, I, know, I don't know. Like, what am I going to be excited to read on January 3rd? That's know, like well, seven days from now. I know, <laughs> but I also, that was my next question is, are you bringing any books with you? While you're visiting your sister. So I wanted to bring Layla by Colleen Hoover, but I also wanted to do a spoiler vlog. And if I bring that, the spoiler vlog would have to be like the whole time in the car. So I don't know if I want to do that. And that's just a lot of pressure to have to like film and travel and worry about everything that's happening while I'm traveling and stuff. So I, I don't also know. I think you didn't pull it off. I think you could. I know, but I also didn't finish... Um, I started reading The Wrong Family by Taryn Fisher because that's one of the books that I have on NetGalley and I only got to 12% because I wasn't very interested in it, but it could have also been because it would just like, I wasn't feeling it at the time. So I don't know if I should bring that because technically I haven't hit my 100. I have two books left on NetGalley. So I also have The Drowning Kind by Jennifer McMahon, but that doesn't come out till April. So I'm like, "Mm, maybe I should just push that off. And then of course I got gifted so many amazing books. So there actually are books that like I want to pick up because I'm like, oh, it's just, it's too hard. So I'm just not picking up a book. I'm just not at the moment. <laughs> You're just stuck in that lull. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, I have recommended to you guys um, to reread a favorite that you read of that year or to just reread a favorite book of all time. So usually 
Well, let me talk about what I'm currently reading first. Yeah. I started, I thought it was funny because I finished up what I was reading for December, kind of like my plans and stuff. And then we <laughs> recorded our podcast where we were talking about your worst books mm-hmm. and like some of your worst books or whatever were some of my favorites. Oh, right. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I should read my Dark Vanessa. So that's what I'm currently <laughs> reading. I'm reading my nice. Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell. I'm only on page 30. I didn't read anything okay. yesterday, but I started it like the day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a grooming story about an older male teacher and younger females. So that's what I'm currently reading. I don't think I'm going to finish it before the new year. Mm-hmm. And I was debating, should I just fit? Should that be like the first book that I finish in the new year or should I kind of just set it aside since I'm so early on mm. and like pick up a favorite like I always do and then I was like am I gonna do after I do by Taylor Jenkins Reid this year no no I'm not what are you gonna do so I'm going to pick up I'm gonna show you because we can see each other I'm gonna read <laughs> all oh, your perfects that's a good one by Colleen Hoover, That's which great. is one of my all-time favorite books of all time, but I've only read it once. Mm-hmm. And it was right at the time where I was in the thick of my fertility treatments. I was coming off of that where I found out like I couldn't, you know, have children. It was going to be a heck mm-hmm. of a lot of money that I could not afford to proceed in my fertility journey. And so... I think it's going to hit different now, but I still think it's going to be like 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. So, so you know, I don't reread books, but I actually did reread that one. I don't remember what it was for, but like last year or two years ago, I had to reread it for something. And uh, it definitely didn't have as much impact when I read it the second time. It was definitely one of those where like I can you can just never go back and get that like first right. experience. <laughs> um, but I also think it's it's just like the when I read it and when you read it, those were like really important times in our life. And we like I feel like we couldn't have gotten more impact than that. So I... I hope that you still like really love it. Um, but yeah, it's just gonna not the same. I know there's going to be that part where I cry. I already, I think it, did I tap it? Is it the letter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl, when I get there, see, I read mainly at night. Like mm-hmm. my husband's already asleep in bed and, you know, I'm in bed with him, but I'm reading. Yeah. And girl, I was trying not oh, to wake was... my husband up, but I was ugly crying into yeah. my pillow. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, I was literally just like that started and I was just sobbing for there to the end of the book I couldn't deny it like I was like shaking the bed yeah no we were driving and so Alvin was driving and I was reading the whole book and I read it the whole time we were driving and I was like trying kind of not to cry because like he he was like what's what's wrong like are you okay like why are you reading a book that's making you cry? And I was like, you just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was, I, and I was just by myself. It's dark. My husband's asleep beside me. And I was just bawling. And it, it was, I was trying to contain the tears. But then I was like, yeah. they're just bursting from my eyes. And then I was Ooh. trying to explain to him, like, what the book was about and how mm-hmm. it was just, like, impacting me so much. But, like, I couldn't even explain it because I was crying so hard. Like, even <laughs> just trying to explain, I was like, Colleen Hoover knows my mom. Yeah, and it's interesting because I've never actually read the physical copy of the book. I had it as a ARC copy that I got. 
And I read that. And then because of my story and stuff like that, Colleen Hoover sent me a signed copy. So this is the copy that she mailed me herself. So that is like, so cool. Oh, it's a little prize and joy, but yeah. So I'm gonna tackle that one. I'm really, really excited. Okay, so moving into our winter reading recommendations, the first category of books are perfect if you're looking for something cozy. Yeah, I think definitely in the winter I'm looking for something like cozy. So I have a couple of these. Um, Green Glass House by Kate Milford. It's book number one in a middle grade series. So if you enjoy middle grade, um, this is kind of like a mystery. It's set in wintertime, which is perfect. And it takes place at this Smuggler's Inn. Um, and you follow 12-year-old Milo. He's the innkeeper's adopted son. And his plan is to spend the holidays just relaxing, playing chilling you know no schoolwork nothing going on but on the first night of the vacation all of a sudden all of these guests start showing up and they're like guests that they're not used to seeing so they're like secretive guests and each one um, has like this strange story that's connected to the house and so then objects start going missing and tempers flare and Milo and Medi, the cook's daughter, start deciphering clues and trying to figure out the mystery of what's going on at Green Glass House. And it's just really magical and sweet. Yeah. Um, the next one, Little Women by Louisa May Alcott, I will say it wasn't my favorite, but I know it's a classic for good reason. It tackles good friendships, a loving family, awesome girls, women achieving their goals, and a lot of it does take place over the winter time. Like they talk about Thanksgiving, they talk about Christmas and stuff like that. A couple of holiday cozy romances one day in december by josie silver so this one is where um a woman Lori, sees a man that she instantly knows is the one so she's at a bus station they lock eyes and it's just pure magic and then her bus drives away <laughs> and so she spends the next year with her best friend searching all over london for this guy and that she doesn't find him. So it's the next year and it, they're having a Christmas party and her best friend Sarah is so happy to introduce her to her new boyfriend. And who's the new boyfriend? It's Jack, the man Butter. from the bus. Yeah. So it was just really interesting. A lot. It does have a, like a lot of drama. It does have a cheating element in there as well. So if that's something you're not comfortable about reading. But I thought it was like one of those books, kind of like a Hallmark movie. Like you're not supposed to take it too seriously. This isn't mm -hmm. one you like pick apart for all of the, you know, you're just getting the cozy vibes. Um, Tourist yeah. Attraction and Mistletoe and Mr. Right by Sorrent. Sarah Morgenthaler were both good. They were both set in Alaska. In the first book, I thought it had more Alaskan vibes because Zoe, our main character, has this bucket list of just going to Alaska in the first place. And then, of course, once she gets to go, she has all of these things she wants to do. And on the very first night, she um, meets this, like, grumpy diner owner and it's kind of like a romance between those two and then in the second one you have her friend that originally took Zoe to Alaska and she is a rich socialite and she's always wanting to make things for the better and she's trying to help the quirky small town of Moose Springs. Didn't love it as much but still really good. Next up I have The 12 Dates of Christmas by Jenny Bayless. Um, I liked this one because of the premise of the story more than the execution. I did think it was 
for the romance aspect, it wasn't a hit, but I do love the concept of Kate's best friends signing her up um, for a dating agency that helps singles find love before the holidays. So I think it's every other day she goes on a different date with a different guy and it's all like this agency that's putting this together and these dates are just sound so fun and it sounds like there's like different options like you could pick like if you're like the you know, more introverted or extroverted, like if you like to do outside activities or more creative activities, like it sounded like there was like a process, you know, like it wasn't just one date. Yeah, that sounds you know, really pick. like yeah, a good so synopsis. I was like this, I was like, this needs to be a real life thing for people because mm-hmm. I know that the holidays for me when I was single hated it because <laughs> mm-hmm. you see all these couples and all this stuff. So yeah, I really liked the idea behind that. Um, it is pretty apparent who she's going to end up with in the end. And it's all about, you know, how does she get from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. But even that, I just, it, I didn't feel as invested, but I do think it has good holiday vibes. That kind of sounds like it's not Christmas themed, but there's a book called Three Blind Dates, I feel like you might like, where it's kind of the same, where it's like this company that puts you on like these three blind dates because they like know your taste and they match you up with these different people but yeah I I didn't rate it very high because it was pretty obvious then who she was picking and I didn't really like the person she was picking but you know if you like these types of stories then you might like both of those so one that I read in December or this month is In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. And I think if you just want to keep the holidays going, this is the story that you should read. Um, so we follow May and she loves Christmas. She loves going to Utah. She, Her family and several other families get the same cabin every single year. I think it's like the family cabin or something. Mm-hmm. And this holiday... It did not go how she wanted it to go. It just, there was disastrous things that happened. Um, And then as she drives away from the cabin for the final time, she kind of throws it out into the universe that please show me what makes me happy. And kind of like a Groundhog Day thing, she gets to go back and relive it. So what I'll say about this one, again, like I was saying with the 12 Dates of Christmas, I rated in a holidays five stars, but I can definitely see the faults in it. I think I was just like in a super festive mood because it did get me in those like holiday vibes. Um, It never explained the time travel and it was like there were a couple of things but I just I loved the romance I loved the family I loved the little activities that they did year after year because I'm big into to traditions and stuff like that I just really liked that so what about cozy yeah. vibe books for you um this was actually hard for me because when I went through my list I was like wow I don't actually think I read cozy books um so I have a couple that like I mean definitely could be considered cozy and then I have ones that I threw on here because it didn't fit into any of the other categories (laughs) but I still think that they're really good winter reads um so I'm gonna start out with the first one which doesn't fit into the cozy vibe but in my opinion it's like why would I not want to read this in winter when it's like the perfect time for new year's resolutions and stuff but I have the life-changing manga of tidying up by Marie Kondo so this is the actual like graphic novel slash manga of Marie Kondo's book the life-changing magic of tidying up and I did read this in the summer but this would be the perfect time to read this book after like new year's and you're doing like you know you're cleaning your whole house and stuff it is so cute because there's like a little story in it but then the characters in the story are kind of like learning 
the Marie Kondo way and then it's cool because it has obviously pictures to show you like how to fold your clothes and like how to do this it is so adorable and so yeah I definitely recommend reading that in the winter time then for a cozy one I think Heartstopper by Alice Oseman is definitely cozy and I even think that part of it was in the winter like I think I remember like seeing them like dressed up in like winter clothes and snow yeah oh that's such a good pick yeah so this one is about two boys um one is openly gay and one is not but their friendship blooms quickly and they're in school and it kind of just goes through like how they become friends first and then eventually like turn into lovers and you know just kind of it's it's just very like pure um but it's like a love story but it's also kind of cozy and I mean yeah it's it's, it's like high school, so it's not super serious. But it does yeah. actually, I think as, how many volumes have you read? Only the one so far. Okay, well, I've read the first three volumes, mm-hmm. and it progressively gets better and more interesting and okay. like tackles deeper topics. Okay, yeah, the first one is very like light cozy and light yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i like that even when it does tackle harder topics there's those soft moments too love it yeah it is super cute it was way cuter than i expected it to be i thought it was going to be a little too like childish but it was actually just done really well um then next i have una out of order by margarita montemore and the reason that i picked this is it could it it really could fall in a lot of different categories um but to me it was a little bit more cozy just because of the characters that I fell in love with this actually does have to do a little bit of like New Year's Eve because um it's about this character who lives her life out of order so she wakes up every New Year's after like midnight and she's in a different year but the years are out of order so it could be 2020 one year it could be 2043 one year um and so she's like different ages and you know it's a it's a really cool concept i do like that you recommended this this is one that i was like oh i think she'll recommend this book because it sounds so good for this time of year but it also deals with some of the bigger life issues so like even though it's cozy and you do fall in love with the characters like there is a like underlying message through it all and it's kind of like okay knowing some of the things in your life because if she was in a different a later part of the year she had to leave a letter for herself like telling her how to like catch up but something Ah. she left as a surprise because she thought well why would I want to live my life knowing everything oh that's cool yeah I really really need to read this one it was for I think it's underrated um honestly like I I feel like not that many people have read it or know about it but I also really like these types of stories because later on like I have I felt like all of these books that I'm recommending have kind of the same underlying theme um and then next I have another graphic novel this one is by Debbie Tung it's a quiet girl in a noisy world and this one is literally the coziest book I've ever read because it's literally just all about an introvert who loves to read doesn't like talking to people and every single page I was like, that's me. That's me. I do that. That's me. I know. I was nodding along the entire time I read it. I was just like, yep. Yeah. So that's just super easy. And it, I mean, it's short. So you could, you know, cozy up, read it by the fire for like 30 minutes. And then I have him 
by Serena Bowen and L. Kennedy. Um, this is a male male romance, and to me, it's kind of cozy because and and a winter recommendation because it's about two hockey players. So to me, that was like so, so wintry. wintry. <laughs> yeah, like you're just talking about hockey, and they go to this hockey camp, and they're like trying not to fall in love because you know, Aww. like they're hockey men, you know, like whatever. <laughs> but they actually do, and the romance is actually really great in this one. Um, it does have a lot of sex scenes, which I don't read, I, I don't really like smut in my books, but um, the actual like friendship they had and the romance they have, like I was rooting for them the whole way. So that one's definitely a good one. So next up, I thought we, I have a couple that like kind of make you sad, but mm-hmm. they're really like set in wintertime or really give me those wintry vibes. Mm-hmm. So the first one I talked about before and it's the snow child. And this is the one where Jack and Mabel, childless, they're drifting apart. They work on this farm and she's just really lonely and desperate. And then in a moment of levity during the seasons for a snowfall, they build a child out of snow. And then the next morning the child is gone, but they glimpse a young blonde haired girl running through the trees. So that's one. It is a longer type story. I think it like did win awards or it was up for a lot of awards. Um, But yeah, this one technically wasn't one of my favorites but i know a lot of people who have loved this one one i did really like is we are okay by nina lacour and this is set over the winter break so our main character is um at college in new york and Marin still feels the pull of life and tragedy she's tried to outrun and now it's months later and she's in an empty dorm for winter break and her friend Mabel is coming to visit and Marin is forced to face everything that was left unsaid and confront the loneliness that's made a home in her heart. So definitely some deeper topics here going on, but I like how it's set over that winter break period for college. Cause I think that's like a standout thing. Yeah. That's so crazy. In both of those books, there's a character named Mabel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> I guess that's like a Maybe that's a name. winter name. <laughs> jinx <laughs> okay so this the sadness category was actually the easiest for me because i mean <laughs> of course I love sad books. yeah i also like three books on this list have some of the same types of themes it seems like yeah which also una out of order kind of has that same theme it's I, I love those books i guess so first one we have you were there too by colleen oakley now before i talk about this one i have two different ratings for this book because it deals with infertility and i thought it was not done properly so people that deal with infertility maybe shouldn't read this book or don't go in with it because it did make me very angry about how it kind of like how the end was and how it talked about it and that type of thing. So my rating for that was two stars, but the rest of the story was a 4.5 star because it is so emotional. There's a lot of heartache there. It's such a sad story. There's an imperfect marriage, all of that. Like I loved that part. I just wish that it would have done a better representation, I guess, of the infertility. It is a little weird. Um, It's a little bit like magical realism. So if you don't like books that are like that but it's about this lady who like keeps having this dream about this guy and she keeps seeing this like life that she had with this guy and then she actually meets this guy in real life like she's like oh my gosh this guy is like from my dream like he looks very familiar and it turns out then that like he also was having dreams about her so there's obviously more than that the ending is really sad the ending's super oh sad gosh. so just be careful oh with that no. one oh no 
Oh no. Yeah. Okay, we gotta talk more about this because I don't think we've talked about. So it did remind me a little bit about like how you said the dream sequence where she sees the person. It reminds me of in five years. Yeah, I, had I, that I forget next who. coming up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by so Rebecca it did Searle. remind me of that. Yeah, but I've never. So okay, so what about the rep? Was it? not handled good or was that like the only thing that was like really holding you back from like rating it like five out of five stars or like what what was um it? i don't like when books claim that they have infertility rep and then everything is a happy ending at the end oh okay. so that makes because me that's why <laughs> that's not infertility <laughs> that's why right exactly so that's why i didn't like um the friend zone by abby i forget what her name is yeah yeah i didn't like that um that's why i love all your perfects because even though like with all your perfects it's not like a really really sad ending it's still a different ending than what other people write as infertility yeah. representation books so <laughs> just look up the definition of infertility <laughs> right exactly it's like not everyone always gets their babies so yeah so that was like i liked that it had infertility rep in it and that right. lady was dealing with that but and I that's hate a thing when they ended yeah. with like oh my gosh like I'm so happy and my life is like perfect it's like that's yeah, not no. what it always is. yeah exactly <laughs> no. so since we're on that topic yeah my next recommendation is in five years by Rebecca Cyril um so this one is also like it reminded me of like sex in the city with a little bit of smut but a lot of friendship the synopsis is a little bit misleading it's one of those where you think that the book's going to be different than it is. It's mm-hmm. it's not actually like a romance. It's more of a friendship story. But it also has that like magical realism thing because it's about this girl who like, I guess she like wakes, is it wakes up? She wakes up, I guess, or dreams about her life in five years. And it's yeah. totally different than what yeah. her life is currently. So it yeah. freaks her out. And she's like, oh my gosh, like I didn't have the same job. I, I, I wasn't with the same man. I, I like books like these because it really makes you think like what if that happened to you yeah are you gonna be okay with how your life is in five years so I just really really like books that I guess talk about like your life and future and you know decisions that you make and your happiness like deep down um Mm -hmm. so it's not really a time travel book it was more just like you know like a a thing she saw in the future like in a dream or whatever so it's not mm-hmm. like flipping back and forth between that um but I do think it's really great to read like kind of approaching New Year's Eve and stuff because I think it is around New Year's Eve that things happen in that book too yeah I think that's a really good recommendation I agree with the fact that the synopsis didn't really fit the vibe of the book I mm-hmm. felt like that was another one of those books that kind of like <laughs> like this bait and switch but yeah. I do think it's good If you're questioning your future, if you're making the right decisions, how people do at the beginning of the year. So this is a really great recommendation for that. Yeah. So another one, the one that does that whole topic the best, in my opinion, is Maybe in Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Can you guys tell, like, okay, Una out of order, in five years, maybe in another life, and then the you were there too. Like, all of these are like, would you be okay and happy with your life later on? Like, <laughs> so that's like a I must have a recurring theme. Yeah. So maybe in another life is about this wonderful character. And she, like, her life splits into two. So this is like magical realism type of thing. Her life splits into two. And you follow her on both of those paths in this book. And oh my gosh, 
it makes me so like frustrating but also like I just loved how well it was done because I literally could not choose a side that I thought was better and that just makes you think so much because it's like yeah I could be upset by okay what if I chose this thing like me what if I didn't go to college or maybe if I went to a different college you know things like that maybe my life would have been better but in reality bad things happened on both like ways of her life and good things happened on both ways of her life so it's like there is no perfect right it's just what you make of it exactly so I love that one five star read for me one of my favorite books of all time so if you take anything from this list go read that one and then last but not least for this like sad type of one I just wanted to throw in all the ugly and wonderful things again by Bryn Greenwood this one is I mean it's sad but it's also a very hard topic but it also does have happy moments in it too we've talked about this on our last episode because it was one of my favorite books of the year so definitely look up the trigger warnings It is like an age gap romance and some people do think it's inappropriate, but we talked about how we did not think that it was inappropriate, but this is just, I don't know, like I was debating on, no, I'm not going to do it this year. I'm not going to reread it this year. I need to wait still more. There hasn't (laughs) been enough time, but in the future, I do want to reread this and I would reread it like probably around the New Year's time. It just feels like maybe it's your 2021 no it's not gonna be I don't even own it so no it's not gonna be in the future in the future well five years from now when you come I have a copy no 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 in the future okay let's talk about thrilling ones all right so looking forward into some thrillers that we think would be perfect for winter I mean obviously we're both recommending No Exit by Taylor Mm -hmm. Adams it's a thriller about four strangers a blizzard a kidnapped child and a determined young woman desperate to unmask and outwit a vicious psychopath it's like the ultimate what more do you need yeah <laughs> like seriously that sounds i want to read another book exactly like that I and i just haven't found it's it it's like there's oh. no more recommendations episode is over just kidding <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Um, That one, we just both will always recommend to people all the time. I'll talk about it in every episode Mm -hmm. until everybody on the planet reads that book. It's so good. Next one, One by One by Ruth Ware. It's an off-site company retreat meant to promote mindfulness and collaboration. It goes utterly wrong when an avalanche hits and the corporate food chain becomes irrelevant and survival trumps togetherness. So everybody that's at this retreat starts disappearing one by one and you're trying to figure out who done it and why. I think the who done it aspect was a little bit obvious even though it didn't specifically say person A is the killer or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, So you're still trying to find out like, am I reading what I'm really reading? And then it does come to a climax in the end. I mean, in the middle, actually. And yeah, so I just thought it was, you know, it's set in the rustic mountain mountains the french alps and stuff like that avalanche snow this the cover's very snowy so that's mm-hmm. a good one and another one that i recently read long bright river by liz moore this is a little bit longer of a novel so you have this female police officer that thinks that her sister has gone missing that she's involved in drugs and stuff like that she's kind of her sister is the wild child her sister really can't keep tabs on her and this cop all these bodies start kind of piling up in her city. There's a lot of crime. There's a lot of drugs. And she's worried that her sister is going to be one of those bodies. So she's going around trying to track down her sister. But she's also dealing with this really like, you know, crazy city that's full of crime and drugs and stuff like that. 
And you're also trying to find out, like, why are all these bodies piling up? Mm-hmm. The main police officer woman is a single mother. Um, so there's just a lot kind of going. It's another one of those books that there's just, like, a lot going on. Yeah. But because there's so much going on, you never really, like, attach too much to any of it. So I think it would be a good book to read in winter because there's a lot to tackle. And you can kind of chunk it out and take your time with it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, my recommendations, the first one is definitely not one that I love, but I know a lot of other people have loved it, which is why I I think it's a good winter recommendation for those that like these types of books. So I'm thinking of Ending Things by Ian Reid. This actually does happen the whole entire time in like a winter setting. Mm-hmm. So there's like snow um, and I think that they're driving to like his family's house yeah um but it's really weird so like even though that's a synopsis like it's not actually like what is happening in the book it's one of those like very like you have to interpret it your own way and you have to like read all these like theories about it it's like a puzzle it's like this psychedelic dream world yeah (laughs) exactly so not my favorite type of book because i had really no clue what was going on but so many people love that type of book and they're like oh my gosh like my mind has been opened and yeah so anyway it deals a lot my mind is still closed yeah I'm like I must be stupid then (laughs) (laughs) but if if you do like those types of books it's perfect for the winter then this next recommendation I have it was very middle-ish of the shelf for me so like I didn't dislike it but I wasn't in love with it um this is misery by Stephen King and it's just because Stephen King's writing is not my favorite right I, like I think the story's are, good yeah the story but is the writing very good. is like over description yes I don't like over description I don't like very slow paced things but like if this could be rewritten by somebody else I'm so sorry Stephen King fans but it would be <laughs> a lot better um but yeah the, have you ever seen the movie I haven't because the movie's old Oh, we'll see. Okay, I saw the movie back back in the day when yeah. I was a little kid. Okay. And, and surprisingly, like, my parents were watching it. I watched it. And I've watched it a couple of times since then. And I actually really do like the movie. And I really do like the story. Mm-hmm. But I have kind of found that Stephen King's writing is a little, like, long-winded yeah. for my taste. Yeah. Um, he likes to put in all that detail. So. Yeah. So this one is about um, this, like, lady named Annie and this, like, best-selling author. And this lady is, like, his biggest fan. And this author gets, like, in a crash from the snow or, like, is in a ditch or something like that. But there's snow. There's lots of snow involved. This happens in the winter. (laughs) That's why it's a recommendation. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so, like, she, like, pulls him out of this wreck and takes him back to her house and pretty much like keeps him as a prisoner in her house so i think it also has that like isolation that you can feel in winter and stuff too Mm -hmm. and it also kind of reminds me because she's like nursing him back to health like oh i'm gonna take care of you here's your medicine she is like here's your typewriter paper so you can write your story yeah she's like (laughs) it's like she's like two different people because like she'll be trying to nurse him back to health but then she'll be like oh you were being really rude to me so i'm not feeding She'll you for crack seven days cane on him yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's like very there's like torture and isolation which like i love i loved that part of the story i just wish that it it could have been a short story like i feel like a short story would have been really really good for that one so if you like those 
really crazy books. How big was it? Was it one of his really big ones, or was no, it just like it was mm. only like three hundred pages, or oh. yeah, it was so one maybe of the like one hundred and fifty. Yeah, that would have been, been better. better. Yeah, mm. my next recommendation. I actually do not like, but I know that a lot of people like these types of books. I am not, even though I love thrillers, I'm not really a mystery lover. Like I don't like the slow burn mysteries, the atmospheric types. You guys know, like Ruth Ware, even Riley Sager's re- most recent books, like those aren't the books for me. So if you like those, then you're probably going to like this one. This is An Unwanted Guest by Sherry Lapina. And it kind of reminds me of what you were talking about with the one by one by Ruth Ware. So it's a weekend retreat at a cozy mountain lodge, supposed to be the perfect getaway. And then a really big snowstorm hits, then like somebody is murdered and it's supposed to look like an accident and then another person dies and they're starting to panic. But like, I, I don't really like books that have like eight characters and there's like a million POVs and I don't know it was very like slow and atmospheric so not my favorite but I know a lot of the people that said that this was like the best Cherry Lapina book so wow. if you like these types then definitely pick this one up. And then last but not least this one I actually do really like and I don't hear very many people talking about it. This is The Good Girl by Mary Kubica and this Oh, what is this called? Like Stockholm Stockholm Syndrome? How do you say that? Um, Where, yeah, where like you are like falling in love with your captor kind of. Is that what that's called? Yes. Well, so anyway, this, um, this girl gets like taken by this person and is kidnapped and they go and he takes her to like this secluded cabin in Minnesota and it's like it's I'm pretty sure it's happening like winter because I remember them talking about like being like cold and I think snowy like she starts kind of like like they almost start kind of falling in love and so it's really weird wow. and crazy yeah it was actually a pretty good read I think I rated it four stars back in the day so if you like stories like that where it's like survival but then oh my gosh like how can you fall in love with your captor type of thing so yeah that one was really good wow yeah that that sounds good Mm -hmm. so I thought we would talk about some books that maybe we have upcoming on our winter TBRs maybe some that you're hoping to tackle you know maybe not But I have a couple that I think that I want to try to get to this winter. Um, The first one is Marlena by Julie Bunton. And this takes place in a snowy, desolate northern Michigan town. And it follows 15-year-old Kat that meets 17-year-old Marlena. And it's the perfect setting for their all-consuming, doomed adolescent friendship and anyone looking to experience frigid weather without leaving the couch so thought that would be good i think it's classified as a horror it's the winter people by jennifer mcmahon and this is a ghost story and it takes place in a small town in vermont where the women of west hall have been plagued by violence and disappearances for decades i have that on my tbr I tried it in October. Mm. I read the first chapter of it, mm. and it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get into it just from the first chapter, but I want to give it another go where I have like more motivation. Yeah. Now, this next one is totally outside my comfort zone from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. but the reason I'll tell you why I want to read it. So, my friend gave me Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. Mm-hmm. She gave me that as a gift, a gift package when I really needed, like, a pick-me-up type thing. Mm-hmm. And she said she gave me this, but her first choice was The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. And she wanted to get me that book, but when she went to Barnes & Noble to get it, 
they didn't have any copies. Okay. So she picked up her next book, which was Behind Closed Doors, which thank goodness, because it's like one of my all-time favorite thrillers of yeah. all time. Yeah. But I'm like, so she had really good taste with that. So maybe she has right. really good taste with The Great Alone. Yeah. And it takes place in Alaska in 1947. And it's for a family in crisis, the ultimate test of survival. It's unpredictable, unforgiving, and untamed. And I love Alaska. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. I think you're going to love it because I've heard lots of people love it. Mm-hmm. I, I and it's you... a big, chunky book, too. So, it's yeah. one that I'll have to, like, really kind of pick apart and spend some time with. Mm-hmm. Um, Reading so blog. I think that would be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one that I want to put on my official kind of, like, winter TBR is Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstance by Ruth Emmy Lang. And this one just sounds really interesting. It sounds like it's going to have some um, magical realism elements or something magical about it. Because the synopsis says, Orphaned, raised by wolves, and the proud owner of a horned pig named Merlin, Wayland Gray knew he wasn't like other people. But when he single-handedly stopped that tornado on a snowy Christmas day in Oklahoma, he realized just how different he actually was. So, snowy Christmas day, set in Oklahoma. I've also lived in Oklahoma when I was in the military. Oh, cool. And, yeah, and so I have lived through a tornado in Oklahoma. (laughs) So I was like, okay, but it also just sounds like a really interesting story. Another one that may be outside of my comfort zone, but I think winter is the time to tackle it. That's funny. I'm the opposite. I'm, like, tackling all things I know I'm probably going to (laughs) like. That's awesome. So, I know that we're on this, like this thing with me and I have like these specific tastes well okay I have two other books on my list that I haven't read yet that are like literally kind of the same of what I've already talked about in that's this awesome that's awesome I, know, I didn't realize that there I'm were so many books I'm glad you're narrowing like down like what you like so I know okay if I read a book like this yeah I need to recommend it to you well so this one I'm going to talk about actually was recommended um by my friend Brooke and she knows my taste because like she knows I loved like maybe in another life and then there was a couple other books that she said this reminded her of I don't remember what they were but they were like some of my favorites and this is called All About Us by Tom Ellen and it says if you could turn back the clock would you choose a different life I mean I mean th- that has me written all over it okay so this is about Ben And he's in a relationship with Daphne, but it's like kind of on the rocks. And then an old friend, Alice, gets back in touch. He he always thought of Alice as like the one that got away. And he's like, oh, like I wonder, you know, what that would be like. And so there's like this stranger that like sells him a mysterious watch. And he wakes up the next morning back like with this other person and so he has to make the biggest decision of his life all over again. And so what is he, what decision is he going to make? Uh, but it's also like a second chance romance, kind of, yeah. sort of, like a little vibe. So I'm wondering yeah. if you're going to like it. Oh, I hope you do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that one I'm really, really excited about. And then another uh. one that also has that type of, like, storyline is Replay by Ken Grimwood. And this is actually an older novel. And it was recommended to me by my friend Ginny, who also knows that I like these like time type of things. So this is about Jeff, 
who was 43 and trapped in a marriage, dead-end job, um, you know, wasn't truly happy when he died. And then he woke up and he was 18 again with all his memories of the next 25 years intact. He could live his life again, avoiding the mistakes, making money from his knowledge of the future, seeking happiness until he dies at 43 and wakes up back in college again. So it's like this like constant replay of his life. And so I guess it's kind of like Groundhog Day but you're like living like full like your life almost and then like oh my goodness yeah and it doesn't look like that chunky of a book no, so it not. must I think I like I'm gonna like the concise writing of that one yeah so really excited for both of those and then okay we'll get off of that topic <laughs> you guys are tired <laughs> of time travel so this one just came out it's called good night beautiful by amy molly and I think I read another book by amy molly and I really liked it like the perfect mother I think it was it was a, a thriller a couple years ago this one, I feel like I'm gonna really like. It just sounds really good. This one is about newlyweds, Sam and Annie. And I guess they're like head over heels, like, you know, new lovers and stuff like that. And Sam is a therapist who works like really long hours. And it's all with like mostly female clientele. And there's talk about like, I guess somebody's listening to all of his conversations that are going on in all of these sessions. And so I don't know, there's like, it looks like there's going to be lots of drama. Um, I'm not exactly sure what happens because obviously I haven't read it yet, but I hope yeah, it's good. It <laughs> People, sounds it better good. Be good. Okay, then the next one I have is actually a nonfiction book. It's called Modern Love by Daniel Jones. And this is actually all these like different types of love stories, actual true love stories. I think they were even published in like the New York Times and they all got consolidated together in this. It, it's kind of small. I think it's only like 200 some pages, but it's all together in a tiny book called modern love and it's all of these different types of like um love experienced by different people so like some reveal the way technology has changed dating forever others explore the timeless struggles experienced by anyone who has ever searched for love so i'm really excited for that because i do like nonfiction. and then last but not least this is one that i just found actually the other day it, it, it's only coming out january 12th so it's going to be a new release but this is the roommate by serena bowen and obviously i talked about him by serena bowen and l kennedy this one's only by serena bowen but this is also a male male romance and so it's about like a roommate looking for another roommate and I think they're like kind of opposites um so I'm I'm excited to see how it is like I hope it is kind of like him because I really liked the like chemistry and dynamic of that couple nice. yeah so I'm really excited so I, I saw this and I was like ooh, this is definitely something I would want to read like in winter because I haven't read a good romance in a while so I think I'm going to pick this up in the winter time as soon as it's published nice that's so exciting yeah I definitely have some like newly published stuff too but yeah. I thought I would look at my backlist first and see what I had going on yeah but now let's talk about where you're going to be tomorrow. Yeah. And that's at my house. <laughs> yep. And I am so excited. So the other day, you told me about this really simple cocktail of apple cider and champagne. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so good. We love apple cider at our house. And I'm definitely going to be trying this one. And it's funny because I was like doing the grocery shopping for your visit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, apple cider. Like, I'm totally getting it. But like I said, we love apple cider in this house. So I drank all the apple cider. <laughs> so I need to go out and get more apple cider. 
but I think this sounds really good um, and I really want to like have some of it. So New Year's Eve is a couple days away and I'm frantically rushing around my house trying to make sure all of my end of the year activities are crossed off my to-do list, getting my house ready for your visit. You'll be in town tomorrow, which is so amazing. I'm so excited. I'm going to cook for you for the very first time, <laughs> I'm so excited. which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing anything mind blowing. I'm literally throwing together a soup, but I mean, like I'm cooking for a chef y'all <laughs> and we're going to play some games and we're going to do a cheese board situation. And I'm just, oh, I'm so hyped yeah. because we always have a blast. We can't see each other. Yeah. yeah we, we always have out. a blast. You're like my best friend. And like, I just feel like we both love food. We both love to laugh. We love wine and alcohol. <laughs> So it's just going to be like a really good visit and it's something we can do safely. So mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it like so much. Yeah. And I get to meet your husband. Yeah. You get to meet my husband. You get to see my dog for the very yeah, first time. Yeah. My house. Because like, it's always different. Like we're both on booktube. So we kind of see each other's house like mm -hmm. a little bit. But when you see it in real life, it's obviously very different. Yeah. Unless you do like a house tour or something like that. Right. But yeah, I've never done that. So um, you only see like bits and pieces here and there and stuff like that. So you'll get to see the layout. And then when you see my videos, you'll be like, oh, I know where she is. I know where she is <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. So I think it's, I mean, it's a bummer that it's like winter, but I'll take any time you can come to visit hands down yeah so really looking forward to your visit yeah I know I'm really excited I do have I also am, have been like really really busy this week because yeah I'm visiting you but then also like my sister um has her baby shower mm -hmm. um January 2nd and like I'm making a lot of the food for that so I'm like okay what do I have to bring what do I have to do um and then it's like what books do I read when I'm driving there <laughs> Yeah, so, you have a lot going on. Yeah, but it'll be nice actually once like I, I do love the holidays, but I am looking forward to kind of like when the holidays are over just because it is a lot of like visiting and like people visiting you and like, you know, just getting ready for a lot of stuff. It's not as relaxing as I wish that the holidays would be, um, but I'm also going to have to go work you know full time so I'm not looking forward to that either <laughs> yeah but, it will be but, all good yeah you'll get back into the swing of things yeah that wraps up our winter reading recommendations in our next episode Jacqueline and I will share our most anticipated books of the year from January February March and April we had to narrow it down you guys mm -hmm. we'll make sure to update you as the year progresses but there are just so many books we're excited about that we couldn't include them all in that one episode we'd love to know which books you have on your radar for the first quarter of 2021 if you'd like to leave us a message so we can share your responses there's a voice message feature built into the anchor app that allows you to leave us messages right from your phone or you can always reach us by email or on instagram at talkbookishpodcast so whichever way you feel the most comfortable let us know until next time happy reading